This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. Hour number three of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Of course, uh, a lot of our show is about Cowboys-Packers, the kickoff at 3.30 on Sunday afternoon, the pregame at 12.30 here on 105.3 The Fan. And joining us now to talk more about this is Mike Heller of 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee. And a good afternoon, Mike. How the heck are you? I'm pretty good. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing outstanding, man. Uh, we were looking for a little bit more information. If you have it on the uh, injury here with Jair Alexander in the ankle, what's his status? Yeah, he didn't practice today. Uh, it's a new injury uh, during their light walkthrough yesterday. Uh, just uh, like a basketball injury, stepped on somebody else's foot, turned his ankle. Day to day is the the word. Um, one of my colleagues. Uh, was in a locker room just a short while ago. He said he saw Jair, who wasn't available, but saw Jair walking without a boot and without much of a noticeable limp for whatever that means. Uh, head coach Matt LaFleur said day-to-day, so we'll find out. And Jair's missed a lot of time now, so uh, this this team has been accustomed to playing without him uh, for the better half of the the back half of the season the better part of the back half of the season so we'll see um i don't know that we'll know until 90 minutes before game time what about uh you know elton jenkins as as well he had a knee and an ankle did not practice today is there any word on him is that something that's serious they're worried about might cost him the game no i don't think so i for elton i think uh, they're going to list him on the injury report but i think this is uh, just them being cautious with elton jenkins as they've done throughout the year he's been a dnp in practices uh, for much of the year, some of that's veteran rest. They they know what they can get out of him. I don't think, I could be wrong, but I don't think there's any significant worry there. Winning three in a row can, uh, you know, get a fan base pretty excited. Obviously, you're coming on, on the road here where the Cowboys have won uh, 16 in a row. How confident are, are Packers fans or how confident should they be, Mike? Yeah, I don't say, you know, I, I've been reminded them on my show is that the one of those wins is against Carolina that Green Bay gave up 30 points to a team that in the two games that followed that didn't score a point. Uh, the second of the three straight wins was at Minnesota, and they were playing uh, a fourth-level, fourth-string quarterback, and they looked like it. And then the final win was against the Bears team that, although they had played better in recent weeks offensively, is very offensively challenged. This This is still a story for Packers fans about Green Bay's lack of defense. That's been the problem. Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator, is likely on his way out unless you know the Packers find a, a top-flight defensive performance against the Cowboys on Sunday. Uh, strong thoughts that Joe Barry wouldn't return next year. 
It's the Packers' defense that's the question, not their offense. And and in that something because in the last eight weeks, Jordan Love, who's in his first year as a starting quarterback, in the last eight games has thrown 18 touchdowns against one interception. He's been incredible. The young receiving core has been incredible. The the problem with the Packers is their defense. Mike, uh, when you you talk about the the offense and you know, but you know, and you mentioned the defense though, is it? And you watch him. I watched him on tape myself, just getting ready for this game. You know, I, I like what I see with Gary and Clark and all. Is it is it just more about the problems in the secondary, or is it the run defense? Where do you feel like that the, that they've kind of let things uh, get away from them? For the first five years, Matt Lafleur has been in Green Bay as a head coach. Now they won thirteen games in each of the first three seasons, played right. in two NFC Championship games. But the defense against the run since Matt LaFleur has arrived, and I'm not putting it on his plate, but I'm just saying in his five years, Packers' run defense has ranked in the bottom five in the league consistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the case again this year. They've been a little bit better um, uh, of late, but again, some of that is uh, some of the competition that they've faced. The Vikings couldn't run the football. The Bears couldn't run the football. Once they kept uh, Justin Fields in check and kind of made him play in a box, but yeah, the Packers have personnel. I mean, there there are a number of, uh, of fairly good, really good defensive players. Yeah, they just haven't put it together defensively to stop the run. And then uh, yeah, they've been beat up in the secondary. And I'm talking about Jair Alexander, who when they signed him to his current contract was the highest paid corner in the league, and he's missed upwards of seven games this year to various injuries and then a suspension uh, two weeks ago. So. Yeah, the defense has just been a very soft spot for Green Bay. I think the best example of that is what I said earlier. Against Carolina, they gave up 30 points to the Panthers in Charlotte, and then Carolina played their next two games and didn't score a point. Uh, They gave up a perfect passer rating, the Packers did, at home to Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay. So, yeah, this uh, this Packers defense, if it's an issue – uh, it's obviously an issue against Dallas's offense. Talking with Mike Heller of 97.3, the game in Milwaukee here in the G-Bag Nation. So we, uh, of course, are adding another chapter in this Cowboys-Packers postseason rivalry. There's no Aaron Rodgers in this one, so I'm hoping maybe there's not some Houdini act at the end, but Jordan Love's been playing good football. What can you tell us about Jordan Love and how excited the Packer fan base is for maybe having their third consecutive great quarterback? Yeah, he's been fantastic. He, he has exceeded anybody's expectations for his first year as a starting quarterback in the league. He's thrown 32 touchdowns against 12 or 11 interceptions. He's, he's been fantastic. I mentioned in the last eight games, 18 touchdowns plus two rushing touchdowns against one interception. Uh, he throws it to the receiver and to the area that the defense dictates. He goes through his reads and his progressions one of the greatness attributes of Aaron Rodgers is that he didn't always just take the read. Sometimes he waited and he gave up the good for the great. Uh, to, to, my, to my eyes, what Jordan Love has done best is taken what he's supposed to take. And in that regard, he's throwing to uh, not a single receiver or tight end that has seen the NFL playoffs. And the Packers only missed the playoff for one year. So keep that in mind that two years ago when the Packers were in the playoffs, there's not a single receiver on this roster that was in that playoff game. They're all first and second year guys and their top two guys, Christian Watson 
and Romeo Dobbs. Dobbs was out early last week. Uh, I think he'll go this week, but he was out early last week. He's doing it without those guys. I mean, you guys don't know most of the names of these receivers, Dontavian Wicks, Malik Heath, Jaden Reed was a second rounder out of Michigan State. Mm -hmm. This is a crew that is unheralded, uh, have no playoff experience, not highly drafted, not highly regarded, and yet Jordan Love continues to find openings, and these guys continue to make plays. That part of it has Packers fans really excited, more excited than if last year's team would have made the playoffs because Aaron Rodgers, even in the Packers' run last year, he wasn't very good. Jordan Love has been good. The Packers have won because of him. Mike, you know, the the history of the Packers, though, are, uh, you mentioned about kind of drafting receivers but not drafting first-round receivers. With the young group that they have, have Packer fans kind of softened on their approach that, like, you know, we need to go out and draft you know, first-round receivers? Or are they is Brian Gutekunst kind of getting, you know, continue to do the, the Packer way with the way they evaluate the wide receivers? Brian Gutekunst has had the best year of a, that a GM can have short of, of being a Super Bowl team. Uh, his draft class was fantastic. Uh, the, the play of the wide receivers I, I just mentioned yeah. uh, has been brilliant. He's the one that drafted Jordan Love. That was his first draft. Uh, so he was hitching his wagon to what Jordan Love could be. Yeah, I think that the, uh, that the narrative, and it's been a lot of national narrative that the Packers didn't you know, ever draft a first-round draft choice. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever talked about the lack of talent at receiver from Greg Jennings to Donald Driver to Jordy Nelson uh, <laughs> to James Jones uh, to Devontae Adams and, and now to the current crew. Nobody's ever ridiculed that they didn't have talent there. They ridiculed that they didn't you know, spend first-round draft yeah. capital on receivers, but from Ted Thompson to Brian Gutekunst, you go all the way back to Ron Wolf. They, they've done a very good job of putting talented guys in there. They just didn't uh, spend high first round draft capital on them. Yeah. Antonio Freeman and Robert Brooks were two pretty damn yeah. good players. For yeah. Too. Yeah. There's a long list. Isn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah. you know, the, the quarterback has a lot to do with it and maybe this one will too. Mike Heller, 97.3, the game in Milwaukee with us here in the G bag nation. Um, you know, the offense, Jordan love, everything's been, looking pretty good the the latter half of the year but in a couple of those games where they've struggled a little bit like maybe the Giants or that Bucks game offensively like what's the common denominator in these games where the Packers offense doesn't look quite itself Aaron Jones uh, Aaron Aaron Jones missed a, a ton of time now he's run for over 100 yards in three straight games when Aaron Jones hasn't been on the field and you know his nickname here is Showtime when Aaron Jones hasn't been on the field or he hasn't been showtime, the offense hasn't been good enough. He has been great the last three weeks. He had 144 total yards last week rushing and receiving. And when he's come back to play at AT&T, when he's played at Dallas, he's been really good. He's an El Paso native. Uh, Aaron Jones is, when he's on the field, he's the best Packers player on the field. Uh, he is the difference maker. The offensive line is unheralded. They've done all of this without David Bakhtiari, their left tackle. The offensive line is unheralded, but they've been really good. They've kept Jordan Love clean. They've opened running opportunities. If Aaron Jones has a 100-yard game, the Packers are in really good shape to have a chance. If he doesn't, if the Cowboys, and, and you guys know better than I, the Cowboys have had some running game weakness defensively from time to time, 
If the Packers can take advantage of that offensively, they can make it a game. If they can't, and you're putting it all on Jordan Love and having to throw it 40-plus times, then I think Green Bay's in trouble uh, unless the defense does something that is not in their nature, and that is help to carry a team to a win. Mike, uh, another Mike has helped take this Cowboys team to a lot of wins, that, of course, being Coach Mike McCarthy. Things have gone pretty well outside of that first year since the Cowboys have brought him in. What do you think of the the job Mike did up there in in Green Bay and, and how things have gone without him? Yeah, uh, Mike McCarthy got a a bit of a bad rap at the end. I think his time in Green Bay had come to an end. Uh, I hated that the Packers did that with games to play in the season after they lost to Arizona. Um, But I think there are a lot of Mike McCarthy fans, not this weekend, but I think there are a lot of Mike McCarthy fans in the Packers fan base that is happy for his success minus this weekend. Now, the interesting thing, and again, this is one of those deals where you know it better than we do, but there's been talk here, and wouldn't it be interesting if the Packers did pull off the second biggest upset of Super Wild Card Weekend as far as point spreads are concerned, and were able to beat Dallas, they might get Mike McCarthy fired a second time. They mm-hmm. did it in Green Bay, obviously, and you wonder where his job status sits if they were to bow out at home in a first-round game against his former team. There is a lot of conversation about that, and I I, I think um, this show is split on on what would happen you know, in that event. That's pretty much a 50-50. Now, what do you guys think about the idea that maybe that was more Aaron Rodgers' fault for how things got weird between the two towards the end of that uh, tenure? I'm a, I'm a big proponent of that. Uh, Aaron was very culpable. And it, one of the questions I think it, uh, an interesting way to look at it is, would this group of wide receivers have been successful with Aaron Rodgers throwing the football? And I think the answer is no, absolutely not. Aaron's a perfectionist. He's, he can be a divider. I think he's the best thrower of the football I've ever seen. That doesn't make him the best quarterback. I think he's the best thrower I've ever seen play the position. But he wasn't a uniter, uh, it, it, especially with young teams and then – when he and, and Coach McCarthy began to split, I think it was very much in Aaron's court what had happened to Mike McCarthy, and I also think it was unfair. Mike, appreciate the insights as always. Enjoy the game. Have a hell of a wild card weekend, and, and we'll look to catch up with you sometime soon. That was a great job. Yeah, I look forward to it. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Mike, Mike Heller, 97 the game, uh, 97-3, the game in Milwaukee. There with your preview, if you're ever up in Milwaukee, sounds like a good broadcaster to me, guys. Yeah, Mike's He's a pro. Mike's a good yeah. dude. Pro guy, yeah. He is the real deal. I always like that when you get a good radio voice coming back on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All righty. Uh, Woolchuck, top 10, 420, where are you taking it? Yeah, so it was the 25th anniversary of the Sopranos debut yesterday. So I've got the top 10 HBO characters of all time. Who's your favorite HBO character? We'll do that next in the fam. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back, Nation. Hope you're having a great day. Segment here is Axe Top 10 is brought to you by the Frankels. Life is unpredictable. Accidents happen. Frankel and Frankel are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, Contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation, 214 or 817 Go online to truckwreck.com. Now, here he is, Zach with an H, your woolly bully. Thank you very much. Uh, it is the 25th anniversary of The Sopranos. We'll get to the top 10 HBO characters of all time. I'm sure Tony Soprano going to be very, very high on that list. What a tremendous show that was 25 years ago. Absolutely crazy. We have a couple of things I wanted to hit. I saw this... Uh, Freezing cold takes exposed. Yes. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Did you see this? No, bit, no, I thought you were talking about the actual weather here in Dallas coming up. Oh, no, we do have that. Yeah, it's yeah. about to get crazy. We're my about bad. to get frigid up in I now. didn't know my mic was on either. No, no, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, by the way, Ellie. That's weed. Yeah. That's weed. I'm sorry, bro. No, you're good. Dan Orlovsky uh, just got his old take exposed after Bill Belichick was or mutually parted ways wasn't fired it was a mutual parting of the ways there with bob Kraft in new england but they found this from from dan this was following the mac jones rookie season after uh they did go to the playoffs and then lost they were one and done i think the bills beat them in the first round if i remember correctly but haven't had success ever since bell uh orlovsky said mac jones is the best rookie quarterback that i have ever seen since doing this job when it comes to knowing where to go with the football when to go with the football and how to throw that football. I did send that to Bobby Belt because I felt like if anybody's going to love that and run with it, oh, it's Bobby. Man, that was a crazy four weeks of takes when Mac Jones had like good efficiency numbers. <laughs> Belichick successfully made him like a half read quarterback for a month before the league figured him out. Mm. Orlovsky, man. It's just what the hell, bro? Always bringing it strong. Yeah, he is. Uh, that's just one of the bad takes from Dan. And then I don't know that you guys, like, if you guys have ever had something that you've just kind of repeatedly lied or fibbed about but we've got an issue here with Dwayne the Rock Johnson I don't know what's going on and this is such a silly thing to continuously say uh if it's not true but he keeps posting that he's not he's lying about the steroids no I mean well that sure I has does, does he say that he's not on steroids I believe he he paints a uh you know, a steroid-free picture about himself. He, he's in. He, he's definitely. Just vitamins and prayers, brother. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Blessed with high testosterone. Yeah, definitely using okay, something. maybe some creatine. <laughs> well, he keeps saying that this is the first time that he's ever tried in and out for whatever reason. 
So Dwayne The Rock Johnson, just a couple weeks ago, he posted on Instagram, made a whole video of him going through In-N-Out for the first time. He's like, my first ever In-N-Out burger experience, thanks to the fans who reminded me that I went to In-N-Out apparently years ago and totally forgot about this. So he posts the video, and then you have TMZ go, and basically old takes exposed Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And they're like, Rock, you've been to In-N-Out, and you've done this exact same thing over and over again. <laughs> In fact, we go back to 2017. Just he, six years ago, Rock. 2017, he claims this is the first time he's visited an In-N-Out. Then he did it again in 2021. He made a video claiming no. this is the first time he visited an In-N-Out. <laughs> That's great. And then in August of 2022, he said, this is the first time I've ever been to In-N-Out. Oh, my gosh, how delicious is this? Okay. And then just a couple weeks ago, he did it again, and it went viral, and he had to issue an apology, basically, that he totally just forgot that this was not the first time that he's ever had in and out. Okay, either the CTE from those two years at Miami has kicked in, and that would be sad, or he's doing a hell of a bit. It would be, complete with apology. It would be a great, yeah. great bit. He's a pretty funny guy. He's got some comedic chops. He is. I think he's pranking us. It's got to be right. I mean, there's no could be CT. You got to remember all those scripts and whatnot. Yeah, you know, (laughs) like there's no way he just doesn't remember that he's been there before. And he lives probably what in L.A. where that's the king of burgers there. It's like Whataburger here. Yeah, come on, this is a weird deal. It it is a little bit weird. Plus, I mean, the first time you have an In and Out, it's an unforgettable experience because you're like, man, I found the second best burger to Whataburger. Damn right, this is incredible. Let him know. Weird. Maybe in and outs in on this. Maybe this is like an in and out marketing campaign of sorts. Maybe he's trying to get an in and out partnership, and he keeps trying, and they don't say anything. So he's like, maybe if I keep trying, eventually they'll sponsor in that league. We just put it out. Like, just wait a year or two from now, we'll get another Dwayne the Rock Johnson video. First time I've ever had in and out. Just bizarre. It's one of the weirdest things to lie about. A lot of people are talking about the chairs to the head. Oh, too many chairs to the head. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Six eight two. He doesn't remember because he got cloned. Perhaps recently. Uh-oh. Oh, like Jamie Foxx. Maybe these are more and more clones showing up. Okay. Didn't he just and have... See, uh, that that actually yeah. makes more sense. They got to okay. update the software before they clone this dude. They're yeah. cloning like the 2015 version of him repeatedly. That hadn't had in and out yet. Yep. One of the funniest things I saw of, of Dwayne The Rock Johnson recently was he had a, a new baby girl, and there's a picture of Is him... Is he lying about that, too? He, I hope not. There's a picture of him laying in the hospital bed, you know, doing the skin-to-skin with oh. the baby. And somebody quote tweeted it and said, dude, acting like he just gave birth himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, like, he's, where, it's kind of a good point. Get like, out where, of the bed, honey. Where did his wife go? All of a sudden, she's not in the bed. It's just him in the bed with the baby. I think he's probably got it in a way where he probably had that hospital completely reserved. He could, you know, pull up a second bed. Wife, he still got hers, but I need mine too kind of deal. And kudos to you. That's how you know Walchuk's in the thick of it right now. He's already familiar with the terminology, the skin to skin. Mm-hmm. Do you oh, hear yeah. that? That sounds yeah. like a guy who's been there before, but he's just sort of in real time. In, he's in the the process. I'm just preparing. I'm preparing. Yeah, skin to skin, more like hairy dude to skin kind of thing. With Brian you, was right? too busy trying to get skin to pig skin. Yeah, I was. I, yeah, Parcells told me, like, you're going to be at the draft. I'm like, no, not I if. Am, I am nervous about that, though, because I am quite, you know, of course, I, a hairy beast. I don't want my the, poor daughter to. Yeah, the skin to like skin thing, beast. I don't think I'd pull my shirt off in the hospital. You your, know? Your, your daughter is going to be hairy, though, from the jump, just like when she's born. You're going to see, uh, like, hair on her shoulder, and you're going to be like, okay. And then eventually it just goes away. They say it's important for the bonding, Brian. 
Do they? Yeah. You okay. were too busy watching the film, but you should have read one of those books. <laughs> what to expect I was, when expected. Hey, I tell you what, I went to the birthing classes. I brought all the ladies, like, oversized Cowboys t-shirts. Of course Dallas Cowboys t-shirts could, to wear while they were. The 17 inches? No, not those. Just these white uh, Dallas hey, Cowboys t-shirts. Yeah. Like, no, I was, it was, we were, we all kind of bonded at that thing. Like I told you that, that thing, the epidural, I, you know, they showed that video and I'm like, why? I'll take I, one. I raised oh. my hand like, who the hell would not get one of these? Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, some ladies. I'm like, God. Yeah, I got one of those some ladies. Tough. 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 Tough, yeah. crazy, nuts, insane, yeah. badass. She is a badass. Like, crazy. All three? All three for all you three. that way? All three, man. Holy In the trenches geez. taking grenades there, Eric. I went under center, man, you like sure a 90s did. quarterback. Freaking badass that you two are. Uh, all right, but let's slide into the top ten. <laughs> not me. <laughs> well, still, I mean, I, 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 mean, I saw I'm a st- lot of things. I'm that, still not sure if I'm even going to look or not. People keep asking me, like, are you going to look? I'm like, you got to help with the breathing. You got to. Yeah. Come on, Dad, now help her out. That's how she wants me to. The nurses will be coaching you to what to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You if forget all your training. You, you do. do. You, you really just, do. You just, you forget your training. Don't look down there, though, bro. I'm telling you. Well, see, that's the God. thing. That's... Don't do it. Okay. So don't, don't you do don't it. look. It'll never leave your brain. So that means Lucius did look 100%. for his opportunity. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> Oops, I didn't mean yeah. to. There's no going back, man. There's no going back. No, I'll never scarring. forget that image. All right. Uh, top 10 HBO characters of all time in honor of The Sopranos being released 25 years ago. Yesterday was the 25th anniversary. Lucius Alexander, the birthday boy. I know you uh, watch just as many HBO shows as I do. Probably more. Who do you think are some of the best HBO characters ever? Uh, mine is Larry David. 100%. I like Larry oh. David. Stringer Bell. Yes. I like Stringer Bell. That's uh, the wire, right? Yes, Where's sir. the boy, String? Yeah. Where's yeah. Wallace? Omar is coming. Ari Gold. Yeah. Ari Gold is my guy. He would just go off. I love that, man. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Powers. Kenny Powers. For sure. Shiv Roy. Shiv Roy. I like Shiv. That's my favorite. But that's probably much all of them. You've had like a definite sex appeal toward it. 100%. Everybody wanted that. 100%. That milkshake. And congratulations. I think she just won uh, an Emmy or or Golden Globe, one of the two. She's Australian, isn't she? She is. Yeah. I think so is uh, Tom. It's crazy. In that show, too. There's a lot of Australian actors. I like Tom. Tom, Tom's funny. I like Tom. Yeah. Tom is funny. I want to have a Greg. Everybody needs their own little Greg. Yeah. Uh, some some of the honorable mentions. Do you guys have any that stand out to you? HBO shows. I know. Weren't you a big Boardwalk Empire guy? Yeah, Nookie I Thompson, did like right? Boardwalk Empire oh, a lot. Yeah. Nookie Thompson Nookie, was, Nookie. Yes. Yes. was great. Nookie, yes. 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 Uh, number of uh, Chalky White. Mm. Uh, yes. It was fantastic in that show. Um, he played Omar, didn't he? Yeah. Chalky yeah. White is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll to that fellow right there. Yes, sir. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, last I year, know. I think. Dealer gave him a hot dose by mistake. Yeah, oh, I think a fentanyl, another yep. fentanyl deal. Yep. Mm. Uh, Kenny Powers uh, was mentioned by Lucius. He's an all-timer. Kenny Powers is hilarious. I thought the Khaleesi, you know, the mother of dragons. Yeah, until the last, like, season, series and or, or, yeah, season and a half, she kind of got started going crazy. She was unlikable at the end. Is that the super blonde-headed chick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah no. She's great tatas, yeah. which okay. I don't think she'll wow. do again. Okay. She did it wow. once. Okay. Uh, okay. Was Barry HBO? Yeah, Barry was HBO. Yeah, yeah. Was good. yeah I was going to say right? Noho Hank. Noho is my Hank guy. is an honorable mention, and Noho Hank is slept on, dude. He is hilarious in that show, Barry. Uh, he's fantastic. And if you haven't seen it, I think Barry is now completed. They just had. Did you go and watch the final season of that? I think I was. I think I got lost in the sauce on it, man. That you first know, season was everything for me. The though. first season was fantastic, and then I will say it, it ended well. Like I thought that the ending was uh, was fine, but fine it, is the way that I would put in it. In the Sopranos, Christopher. Mogulsani? Oh, you oh, yeah. are high, Damn Christopher. Right. Yeah. You are yeah. high. How about Polly Walnuts? He, he slipped under there because he was 
It's what waft. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a waft. It's amazing. Uh, so no, how, no he was toxic. Hey, don't forget Al Swearingen. Oh, Al, yes. Swearingen. Nelson Van Alden from Boardwalk Empire. I don't know. Who, I didn't yeah. watch the show, but that's honorable mention on here. He was um, uh, the sheriff Bullock. Ari Gold is an honorable mention. Hey, how about the Lakers show? Jerry Buss, bro. Oh, man. That, Come yeah, on, yeah, dog. Bring that back, man. Yeah, we no need kid. To, like, and the Magic Johnson dude. It was good. But they were all Jerry great. They, were, they were good, yeah. Larry Bird was good. Oh, my God. I mean, I wanted that. We were about to finally get into more of the Larry Bird Magic Johnson, yes. and then it ended. Crazy. It, it was annoying. They, that's a show they need to bring back. Yes. We, we need to What happened that happen. there? Did we ever figure that out? I, I, maybe, no. I don't know. Did, you think it was the writer's show? My strike? conspiracy theory is that they did the deal with the NBA. And remember the NBA or the oh, Lakers or whatever? We're not oh, a fan yeah. of that the Lakers, show. Lakers, yeah. So I think you're right. Maybe. Genie Bus. Genie yeah. Bus probably raised hell. Yeah. The Money Talks. Yeah. Ari Gold, honorable mention. Uh, the Sex and the City Girls. Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to watch that show when I was in high school. Man, yeah. Samantha. Looking for some material. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, Arya Stark. This was before the internet provided all of the things. <laughs> Arya Stark and then uh, Stringer Bell is number yeah. 11. Just missed the top 10. We've got Barry Berkman at number 10 from Barry. Number 9 is Selena Meyer from Veep, which I believe is Julia Louise Dreyfus' mm-hmm. character. Yeah, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Kenny Powers is 8, eastbound and down. Carmela Soprano. Oh, yeah. Number Ooh, wow. 7. Man, when Carmella kind of has that thing with the actual Italian dude, I oh like, ponytail. Why would you? Why would Furio, you? Furio? Yeah, he paid for yeah, it. Furio. 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 Like, Furio talked about dumping. He he was about to take Tony into the propeller. Yeah, he was. Oh, and why would you ever? Did I do ruin that? that for somebody? You do mm-hmm. not. You mm-hmm. do not try and challenge and tango with Tony Soprano. That nope. was uh uh-uh, nope. not a good move. Next thing you know, you're whacked. How about when he went to Italy though and met that Italian lady? Holy jeez. That's true. We, yeah. we were a little bit hypocritical there because Tony yeah. was out there having fun. For oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Tony was doing yeah, his Tony thing. was doing his thing. Tony could pull now. He could. Yeah. He sure well, could. there's a gravitas, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Number six is Daenerys Targaryen, Game of Thrones. Which one is that? Uh, that was Khaleesi. 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 Okay. Hot blonde. Number, yeah, hot blonde. <laughs> Number five is Al Swearingen, Deadwood. Number four, Tyrion Lannister, Game of Thrones. I thought Tyrion would be a little higher. No. I drink and I know things. Tyrion was hilarious. It's hard for him to be higher. Damn it, Brian. Aww. Come on. I did what? You you started it really. Aww. You and really I, did. I wasn't thinking that though. That oh, was just man. me being real and then inconsiderate. We had the short I, joke over no. here. I, I wasn't making the joke. No, of course not. Of course not. Shout Although, out to the tiny thoughts out there. I it? thought uh, I the tiny thoughts. I thought Jamie. Jamie yeah. might have been the best character in that show. The character arc that he had from being hated, like bleep this dude, to now at the end, I kind of like Jamie Lannister and I'm rooting for him. Pretty yeah. incredible. I just didn't know you were short phobic. Not at all. Bob. I love short people. Uh, number three, Larry David. Yeah, that's my guy right there. And it's coming back. It's coming back. It? Yep. Okay. I'm glad because maybe one, I got one last ride. I, is this the final season? Yeah, though? that's what right. That's total. what it is. Then isn't he like ninety? Gonna be like Star Trek with <laughs> the card back. <laughs> Make it so number one. <laughs> Sorry. You find this funny? <laughs> number two, Omar Little, The Wire. Yeah, Omar was amazing. Omar's coming. Pause. But number one, best character in HBO series history. It is indeed Tony Soprano from The Sopranos. Happy 25 year anniversary and rest in peace, sir. Yeah. Number one. Did you guys ever watch True Detective? Yes. Matthew McConaughey's character? People he was fantastic. Was but the first season... Cole was his name? Yeah. Rustin he, Cole? He was about 18 on this list. Oh, was he? He was. Oh. Sorry. Didn't mean to ring him up. <laughs> Another great chess scene in that, too, with Woody Harrelson. Somebody said, Uncle Baby <laughs> Billy. Uncle Baby Billy's oh, Bible Uncle. Busters. Yes. <laughs> Dude, Righteous Gemstones. Yeah. I just slept on, man. 
Yeah. Well, thank you, Wolchuk. It's always a good time for a top 10 at 420 every day here in the nation. We had the most important non-QBs in the playoffs. Who's the Cowboys' most important player after number four? And Baldy's coming up at five. We'll talk with Brian Baldinger about the wild card weekend at five o'clock right here. G-Bag Nation on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, sir. Thank you, Lucius. Uh, Brian Baldinger is coming up at 5 o'clock here in the G-Bag Nation. Let's have a discussion of the most important non-quarterbacks in the NFL. I believe Woolchuck has an article talking about some of the uh, top-ranked non-quarterbacks in this wild-card playoffs. Who's the Cowboys most important, I I think, is the thing, other than Dak Prescott, to discuss first, gentlemen. Is there any doubt? I know this was the topic of a pretty epic debate we had before the 2022 season. Zach Martin or Micah Parsons? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I think uh, it was a stand stand, uh, off in that uh, debate, but I, I think as time played out, Micah has appeared to be the second most important guy behind Dak, and I, know, I think that's more clear than ever right now, guys. Any contention with that? Boy, could it be Tyron Smith? Yeah, the t- Tyron Smith has made a huge case as well as CeeDee Lamb. The fact that he's played, what, 13 games, 14 games now? Yeah, see, like the difference with this year and last year is now you've got two backup guards that you feel good about. Like T.J. Bass has played pretty well. I thought Brock Hoffman actually did a decent job of sliding sure. in there and playing as well. Granted, yeah, the, the competition, you can say what you want, but you feel better about that loss than you did this time last year. Uh, Tyron Smith definitely... Because Adoga at left tackle, I don't. I think that we've seen there's there's weakness there, and that's probably why they went and added Lyle Collins. Dak is significantly more efficient this year. I don't think you can overlook Tyron Smith as a reason for that, uh, amongst a variety of of reasons. But I mean, Tyron was out last year. You pretty much had the same points per game. Um, mm. You know, I, I think you take Micah Parsons off, you slide back to like average defense. Yeah, I mean, I think that I, I would probably still go Micah over Tyron. I I think it's C.D. Lamb. Lamb. Yeah, Lamb makes a lot of sense, too. You know, I mean, I think C.D. Lamb and Dak, I think a lot of their success this year has really just been, you know, the rapport between the two of them. You know, C.D.'s not having this type of run without Dak, and to me, vice versa. You take C.D. Lamb out of this offense, I'm very concerned. Yeah, it is. It's a very, very, a very difficult one. I mean, 469 says Lamb for sure. 214, Lamb for sure. And there's totally a fair argument to be made for that. I, this is this is very difficult. I think if it's a road situation, Tyron Smith becomes even more important. Like going into Miami, not having Tyron Smith c- kind of lost you that game. I mean, you yeah. pretty much lost that game if you boiled it down to not having Tyron Smith and ridiculous miscommunications and giving up sacks that shouldn't have been given up and never would have down by the, down by the, the goal line. Down by, you're about to go score a touchdown. Excuse me, and and you, it, it's costing you four. It's costing you four points. Sure, a pop because Adoga doesn't know he's supposed to block that guy, yeah. and that guy is now sacking your quarterback ten yards down the field, and you're settling for field goals. So 
there's something about this offense on the road and the communication and clearly the lack thereof for Adoga in Miami um, that would make me feel like Tyron for sure in a road game at home. Things are a little bit, you know, the controllables are a little bit more there. The communication's a little bit more there. And maybe it's more like a CD Lamb that becomes more important because, yeah, after Lamb, you're going, my gosh, Brandon Cooks, can you really be that guy? Ferguson, can you really be that guy? That's all I can trust. I got no faith in Michael Gallup. I don't want to see Tolbert more than just a random moment here when everybody's focused on other things and, okay, Tolbert, you got the grab. Cool. But and there's you're not, not a running game. No, then there's on. no running game. It's my goodness. I don't know. Maybe it is CD Lamb no matter what. Hey, is uh, how about an out-of-the-box one? How about Aubrey? Ooh. Okay, somebody just texted in Aubrey. Not having oh, a reliable look kicker, at the text. not to mention sorry, a record-breaking yeah, one. I'm sorry, I don't look at the text. I was, no, no, but I was just you're, sitting you're not th- alone in thinking that. Yeah, but we're si- actually talking about football players here. You know, that's well, we're the, talking about football the players. The one thing he does point. is he, he, he makes field goals and he kicks the ball out of the end zone. Yeah. So you're you're they're never going to be a return on you. Makes the fifty yarders too. Yeah, get that added value in there. Some votes for uh, Deron Bland. No. Ooh. The only conversation after Dak is Micah, Tyron, and Lamb. Those I, those, I those are agree. the only names that are even allowed here. Why are you playing that game? <laughs> because I mean it's very thin at corner. If you, if you were go to ahead, Lamb, man. But, but yes, I had been going ahead. I mean, I, I think that you're still. Ranking I'll take a steak for your basket, important. a dilly bar, and why? Why are you being this way? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, you're insane if you'd rather go into Sunday just, without Deron Bland or Brandon Aubrey than Tyron Smith or Micah Parsons or. No, CD no, Lamb. I'm the one that came up with Tyron Smith, and that was a great pull. Well, I, yeah, you and I gave you there. credit for that. But yeah. I'm just trying to kind of play along in the game. You're doing a good job. Well, what so about t- Dorrance Armstrong? You, you play along, you play long enough, and then I'll you become you what, the villain. Fowler, Fowler is somebody. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying this about Fowler. They have good depth. No, no, Fowler's a guy that he plays like 12, 13 plays, and he next thing you know, he's got like three pressures. He does. So I guess you're saying, you know, yeah. my, not Micah then. Yeah. He's a Fowler. Yeah. He's at least like the ninth or tenth guy. On defense, yeah, give me important. CD. CD would be. I'm sitting the rest of this out. Right, <laughs> would be my vote. Uh, some of the others, CBS Sports did rank CD as the most important non-quarterback for the Cowboys. Fools. They actually put him as the seventh most non-important non-quarterback. That's They'd most be important. fine without CD. Period. You yeah. think so? Yeah. Oh man, I don't. So who is it for you, Dawson? It's Tyron Cooks and Gallup and, and yeah. Ferguson. Yeah. Uh, and Tolbert. They, they can move the ball. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No, it's Micah. It's Micah. Okay. That's the guy. I mean, it's so it's such a quarterback centric league that sure uh, the quarterback is the most important, but the best unit on the Cowboys is the defense. It's not the offense. Well, here would if be, you win the Super Bowl, it's because that defense is going to go hold teams under twenty here for the next month. Ooh, see, here would be my rebuttal: is the Cowboys defense has done that in the playoffs, right? And you mm-hmm. haven't been able to win because your offense can't score. Makes any a good points. point there. So I think that you need your offense to be able to get to where you want to go here. And if you don't have CD, you're done. You're done. So, so CD's the answer. Uh, CD's me, the final for answer me right now. It's CD. And then, and then is it Tyron, or then is it Micah? I guess to to stick with my argument, do I need to go with Tyron? Just keep going on for the offense. I mean, Bad it's Mike, like Micah is their best player. There's no taking Micah that. for granted. Yes, Micah is absolutely their best. But player. just in terms of like importance, because I do think your offense is going to have to lead you to where you want to go. You made a great point with that Miami game. They probably win that game if Tyron plays. I think so. Hmm. I think so. But being at home, you know, maybe maybe a Doga versus what isn't like a crazy Packer pass rush. You know, you got Gary. Gary's and then Gary's Kenny Clark it. on the inside. Yeah. But for the most part, it's not like something that super scares you. Right. You know, maybe you could get by there. But, man, 
It's tough. It is tough. Rest of the NFL Rams, they say Aaron Donald, their best defensive player. Wow. Shots fired at Puka Nakua. I know. I guess because they still have a Cooper Cup. They feel decent about, like, oh, if we don't have one or the other. Number nine. Got to score points in this league. Can't be the defensive lineman. You do. Generation. I hear you. I agree. That's their only good defensive player, though, I guess is why they're going with that. Number nine is uh, Amon Ross St. Brown with uh, the Lions. And they're also in a similar situation. Like, if they don't have him, now Laporte is hurt. Reported practice today with a brace on, though. Thank goodness. I hope he plays because he's had such a good year. Ravens, surprisingly, it's not Roquan Smith. It's Kyle Hamilton. Their safety is who they're going with. Good player. I mean, they they just mollywopped the Dolphins without Kyle Hamilton. They had Roquan Smith. I think Roquan Smith, is, I mean, Kyle Hamilton's a, a monster beast, and he takes that defense to a, a, a different level for sure, but... They smoked a really, really good Dolphins offense without Hamilton. Roquan Smith, that linebacking core. I'm, I'm Roquan. Come on, man. A.J. Brown for the Eagles. Laramie Tunsil for the Texans. Miles Garrett for Smoke the Browns. Smoke if you got him. Smoke if you got him. <laughs> Chris Jones for the Chiefs, and we saw that week one. Like, that Chiefs defense is terrible without him. Uh, Tyreek Hill for the Dolphins. And then Trent Williams would be the most important non-quarterback for the Niners. No lies detected. I think Trent Williams would probably be the answer there, too. Him or uh, McCaffrey? McCaffrey? Yeah. I mean, McCaffrey took that offense from average to elite. He did. How about Fred Warner? Since he arrived. Fred Fred Warner. Yeah. I think teams that that give Dallas trouble have really good linebackers. I'm with you, man. I think that's what sets the 49ers apart. Because they never go up against good linebackers in practice. They can't prepare for it. (laughs) Sorry, Marquise Bell. I think you're actually pretty impressive. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's another problem. If you lose Dan Quinn, you're going to have to get actual linebackers in here. It's yeah. a significant cause for the Jones boys. Brian Baldinger is set to join us right here. Uh, our Odyssey NFL insider does a weekly, and he's next. We're talking Wild Card Weekend with Baldy next right here on 105.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 